episode 402. Thank you all for listening to episode 401, Hell of a Cell. Thank you, Bear, for that one. I am Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host. Smart man, Bear. Dub. Pasadena Parrot. Thank you to Wes Anderson for my quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram, at Songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing. First sponsor of Over the Line Podcast, go to allworkclothing.com. Mention Over the Line Podcast. He will hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Sparty Steve for everything he does. We appreciate you very much being the biggest financial supporter of the show. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Atlanta. Thank you, Sean. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. You know where to go. Amazon.com. Get that book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. And make sure, in the meantime, you get to datingtransformation.com to get that free consultation. All right. So, Parrot, you are, what, 25 now, about to be 26? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, in honor of, basically, your 26th birthday, coming up and the 20 uh as of we're recording on wednesday the 6th so this will come out on sunday the 10th but uh as of tomorrow or today when you listen to episode 401 it is the 26th anniversary of bash at the beach in 1996 uh where we had the uh we'll 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 just let parrot watch it we're gonna start it this is when the outsiders who were Razor Ramon and Diesel and WWE were, or WWF at the time, went to WCW where Scott Hall and Kevin Nash and were basically taking it over. And then there was going to be a third man uh, to be their teammate to, and they didn't say who it was to take on um, the, the team of WCW, which was what? Randy Savage, Sting! And was it Lex Luger? Was it Luger? I can't remember. I know it was Sting and Macho. But we'll uh, we'll turn that on and get it going. Yeah. So, was it Lexington Luger? I think so. All right. So you guys will just have to let me know if this uh, works out well enough, and we'll just commentate over it and you know see how it all plays out. Uh, so, Parrot, pay close attention. This is one of the biggest events in wrestling history. So this will be good for you to see. All right. All right, so if you want to watch on Peacock, you can. We had to go over to the old YouTube, and we're at the uh, full match, the Outsiders versus Lex Luger, Sting, and Randy Savage, WCW Bash of the Beach 96. We're starting at the – we'll just start at the zero mark and just hit play here and go. Three, uh, two, one, and go. Can we at least hear right, it too? And the macho man, yeah. he is ready to go to Perfect. wall. Now look, now notice so it's the outsiders Peacock are not attempting problem. a man on the outside. Both men are in the ring here. It's like we said, you know, we talked about this. Match and Sting and Luger with the uh, face paint. The Sting face paint. Yep. So, uh, Parrot, do you know who any of these guys are? He's got that California internet. We got uh, Luger in there with Scott Hall. Got him with the forearm. Got it to Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. And then uh, 
Scott Hall just hits him in the back. Perry, you back with us? I have been here the whole time. Oh, good. What did you say? Do you know who any of these guys are? Oh, no, you must not have. Yeah, I'm not getting much of anything. Look, there's Grandpa 26 years ago. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, so he Luger was. Got, Luger got knocked out. So Sting here was 37 years old. About, it looks like he's 27. Yeah, about 10 years younger than Cody. Good <laughs> shot. Lexington is a quote-unquote knockout. Maybe he's the third man. Maybe he is the third man. So we got Mach sitting there looking at Lex Luger, trying to figure out what's going on. Doesn't know. Oh, I swear to God, if you fuck Elizabeth, I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, that wasn't even happening yet. <laughs> Not yet. The irony. Oh, oh, the irony. That's the fastest that a EMS squad was rolled out there. Right. Parrot, are you back yet? I've been here all the time. Oh, I know. Your internet keeps cutting out. Did you say you knew any of these guys? No. And I'm watching it and, like, I'm watching it and it's so bad. Gotta love hotel internet. You know Macho Man, right? You gotta know Macho Man. He was like four when those commercials were on. There it was, Sting, with that stinger splash, took him down. He hit his head on the ring post, his neck facing off. Oh, there's two on two. The ring post and the and the turnbuckle, and he laid him out. Two on two. See you later, Lexington. So, what do you think? You got Dusty. You got the brain on commentary. They're gonna put the boots to Luger. Yeah, that's the and well, I'll tell you it's a good commentary booth right there. You know, yeah, it is. And they're at Daytona, right? Yeah. Too bad this wasn't in February. Actually, this might have been around the... Uh, you imagine going to this and the oh, Daytona and the race? race? The summer race? Yeah. Now, that would be a weekend. You go to the race on Sunday or on Saturday. You come to this on Sunday. Man, what a weekend that would have been. Gary, we missed this by just 13 years. Say it again, Dub. Said we missed this by just 13 years. Oh, we got an ad. Oh, jeez. Something you've never heard of before. Missed this by 13 years. Yes, we did. Real paychecks from. Skip the ad. So I'm looking back in 2000, or 2006, 1996. So the Daytona race in 96 was the day before. Yep, that's what I figured. Or no, I'm sorry. It was the day of. It was the day of. Sterling they raced Marlin. on Sunday? Yeah. They raced on Sunday, same day. July 6, 96, Sterling Marlin won the race. Sterling Marlin. So just for people, Sterling Marlin won. Terry Labonte second. Jeff Gordon third. Dale Earnhardt fourth. 
Corvin Irvin, Ernie Irvin, fifth. Dale Jarrett, sixth. Michael Waltrip, seventh. Ken Trader, eighth. Brett Bodine, ninth. Jimmy Spencer, tenth. All the, way top in, 10. all the way in last place, Derek Cope. Yeah, fuck Derek Cope. That's what he gets. That's a, that'd be a good race right there. You got Terry Labonte up there. One of the best. Finishing in 29th. Finishing in 29th with the uh, spam sponsored car, Lake Speed. No, his speed wasn't that good, was it? No. Here we go. Kevin Nash in the ring now. Big sexy. And Mach. Who be bad now? How many times are you going to say that? It's Dusty. Hey, they're trying to avoid the outsiders. This is before Dusty went to the NWO. So at this time, Macho Man was 43 years old. Yeah, he was 43. Believe it or not, Kevin Nash was getting ready to turn 37. He was only 36 here. He does look like that for a while, though. Nash looks yeah. better with that. I, he looks better with the short hair. I mean, honestly, one of these matches is one you're going to go back and look where you see half the people in the ring are alive. That's impressive. Yeah. Well, only one dead's Mach. Um, oh, Hall just died, yeah. We got Luger still alive, Mash still alive, Sting still alive. The most incredible set of circumstances. The, um, I'm pretty sure the ref there, Randy Anderson, I think he's dead. Bobby's dead. Bobby's alive. Randy Anderson, let's check him out. He's still alive. No, he died in 02. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was but I'm pretty sure he died. Damn, he died all the way in. Oh, oh, he had testicular cancer. Yeah, oh. w, WCW had some unfortunate ref deaths. Uh, Mark Curtis, um, he died too in like um, the late nineties because of stomach cancer. I think. Yep. They had a yeah, they had a rough run there. Who was the one that was uh, Jeremy's favorite? Um, I thought it was Randy Anderson. I thought it was him. No, it was the guy that was always like theatrical. Besides Randy Anderson. Uh, every ref. Mark Curtis. What were you saying there, Dub? Nick Patrick. Nick Patrick, sorry. Neil Patrick Harris is um, an actor. I didn't say Harris. I said Neil. Well, exactly, yeah. But I mean, the only Neil Patrick uh, has a Harris actor. We got another. Oh, jeez. That's all YouTube is, though. All ads. You got to get their money. Yeah, but I can tell you, we have seen many great matches. Yeah, Nick Patrick's still alive. Yeah, I just found a thing on here. The tragic. It was a tragic tale. The WCW referees. Yeah. Ain't no joke. Isn't he the one that got uh, 
that Bischoff fired with his two-week <laughs> Yeah, with his family, he brought his family back like the next week and all that. Yeah, that was um, that was one where like people at his church would write to Bischoff and or if they saw him or whatever, they'd be like, "Why would you fire a guy like that?" And he's like, "He's not fired. It's a part of it. <laughs> like, he's not fired." <laughs> That's how crazy people were back then, man. Like I said, this is it. This is when wrestling gets hot right here. I think the um, A&E WWE or, or wrestling biographies start up again Sunday. Who was it this time? Undertaker. Um, Undertaker is the starter. Yep. I watched the Stone Cold one the other day. It was great. Oh, I think all of them good, right? I'm excited for the list that they got out. Yeah, the Warrior one, they made him, I think they really made it seem like he was a victim and all that, which I don't know if he totally was. Yeah, it was Mark Curtis. Brian Hildebrand was his favorite uh, favorite referee. See? I knew it. I knew it. Tony Skivon. Followed by Dangerous Danny Davis was his other favorite. Ugh. Danny Davis sucked. I think my favorite refs would be Earl, Kyoto, Lil Nate, Charles Robinson. Yeah. I like Charles Robinson. Um, I like Tim White. He's still running. Yeah, he's still running. Uh, yeah, I, he might be like a hamster wheel down that one at 24. Yeah. I liked uh, Tim White in the attitude. Yeah, Tim White was good. Yeah, rest in peace. Well, Tim Earl. Earl's good. He always wanted the attention, though. It was, it's hilarious watching these back and, and seeing, like, after the match, um, kind of like. Get in the camera shot and Triple H just shoving him out of the way or the Rock shoving him out. Couple times. Um, so you remember this back in? There was talk of it, didn't they say? I know Bischoff talked a little bit about it. That there was talk of that Sting could have been the third man. I think yeah. I think on one of them. One of the podcasts he talks about that. Yeah. Two, you think Sting's going to pass out? No. Even, uh, I think, I could be told off here, but I think even Luger was too. I don't know if he was or not. I know they mentioned Sting. And this is what was good. You got four of the... Another, oh, good. Ironically, a Miller Lite commercial for Dub. Here we go. The, um, we're at the 12-minute mark in this video, a little over halfway through it. You actually had four of the four of the best in the ring here. They actually see some wrestling, which is nice. 
Hell no. Rebound. You know, now I want to I want to go back and find that video because I think um, Sting was offered first. Right. And then um, Hawk was off doing his own thing, you know, with the TV show and all that. Yep. And we got, uh, yeah, see here, Scott Hall was 37 years old. Same age as Stinger. I don't even know if that's a hell of a word or not, but I know it is. But the fight is on the floor now. Macho Man's got a chance. That's right. Hit it. Let him hit him in the head. Old Shivani. Sometimes you go in a place and you just know there's going to be trouble. Sometimes yeah. you get home late, you just know you're going to get yelled at. Same thing here. Something is in the air. Sometimes you just get home late and you're going to get yelled at. Were you guys, uh, Bear, how old were you here when this was going? You didn't get into wrestling quite yet then, did you? No, I wouldn't have been here. I, I would have been five here. Yeah, so I was... I was nine, and I did watch this. I remember watching this at home. Yeah, I would not have. Um, trying to think, like the first, the first Raw I would have watched would have been '97, though. Um, I don't know exactly when, but yeah, I know um, that dad would tape it for me. I'd usually watch the first hour and then tape the second hour and watch it. Yeah, because before this, so a few weeks before this happened was King of the Ring 1996. That's what happened. For, what's that? That time he... I was just saying, yeah. So King of the Ring 96 happened a few weeks before this happened. And that's when obviously Stone Cold did his thing. And then it wasn't, didn't come off as, it, it's obviously more legend now because of what happened with Stone Cold than it was then. So it wasn't as big a deal as this event was at the time. But now, you know, you just look at that. It, within a two week span, you had two of the biggest moments in wrestling history. Yeah. No, then you didn't know. Like this obviously what happens later at this in this uh this match we know was big then and is still big today. But we didn't know what we know now with Stone Cold because you know obviously he blew up, got big, became the top draw in the company. And uh but it all stemmed from ninety six when he beat Jake Snake and gave his all whole Austin three sixteen speech. And then a few weeks after this, you had International Incident 1996. Yeah, I don't remember that one. International Incident? Mm -mm. That was, uh, just reading over this real quick. Here we go. Hulkamania coming out. Whose side is he on? Whose no side is he on? And he and Bobby didn't know. That's the crazy part. Nobody knew. That's that's the best part is that Bobby just I mean he just winged that. Whose side is he on? And he nailed it. I loved it. Biggest turn in history. What is he doing? Is he 
third man. He's the third man. What the hell is going on here? Hulk Hogan has betrayed WCW. He is the third man. You can see all the people cheering, though. The people are cheering. The ECW guy in the front. Uh, the ECW guy Stoked. in the front row. Ah, <laughs> uh, come on, these damn ads. Man. This looks just like a terrible game. Yes, it does. Something Grayson would play. Professional wrestling. That man did right there, Hulk Hogan. Let's get everybody out of the dressing room right now and kick his rear end. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, let's kick his rear end. Well, there goes Randy Anderson. See ya. Took he lightly nice tossed him out. Yeah, but he took a bump good to the bump. ropes too. A career of a lifetime. Look at this. Hogan looks good here, though. Yes, he does. He looks slim here. He looks solid. I think that's why it worked, too. And then, of course, he comes out later with the, the black beard. So here, yeah, back here 26 years ago, Hogan was 40, 42. Yeah, it's... Like I said, it's solid. I mean, it's a great turn. Let him run with the uh, the hearing on that. A lot of cheering, though. A lot of cheering. But you do see a lot. You know, soon we're going to see a lot. Of, yep, there we go. Stuff starting to come into the ring. This is the start of trash. I knew it should have been done a long time ago. <laughs> I guess this was Bobby. All the way back from 94. I guess this is what it was. Look at the ring. Someone in the front row got hit with something. And Savage, his best friend, one of his best friends. Hogan We're not best friends, brother. That was just a thing in wrestling. <laughs> Acquaintances at best. He touched Lizzie's buttocks. We need to get someone out there. watch that video. You see that come across? That, that drink? Right over here. You realize how close things are? I think the person who got hit by most was Big Show. Absolute worst moment in my broadcasting career. And we're all witnessing it. Go Look ahead, at Oakland. He looks like he's going to break up. Go ahead, Chief. Oh, Hulk yeah, Hogan. I remember when Big Show got hit. Excuse me. Bad, Excuse uh, me. <laughs> when, yeah, Hall got hit, and he just what in the world brushed it back. Are you thinking? Not at this one. It was another one. Me, Gene, the first thing you need to do is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I got to say. Solid. Hogan was so good. For so many years, for you to join up with the likes of these two men absolutely makes me sick to my Got stomach. And <laughs> Gene almost gets hit. R.I.P. Mean Gene. I think that these people here and a lot of other people around the world have had just about enough of this man, this man, and you want to put yourself this keeps in this posing. Room, You've got to be kidding me. Well, the first thing you got to realize, brother, is this right here is the future of wrestling doesn't he say the new world organization the new I think so world order of oh he says new world order first no, he does say new world order and then later on he says organization from a great mm -hmm. big organization up north and everybody was wondering who the third man was well who knows more about that organization than me brother 
And this was just selling it like it was actually WWE was coming in to mm -hmm. take over. Well, let me tell you something. I made that organization a monster. I made people rich up there. I made the people that ran that organization rich up there, brother. And when it all came to pass, the name Hulk Hogan, the man. I think Vince is watching this like, what the fuck? Than the whole He's like, this is the brother. dumbest idea ever. And then, billionaire Ted, amigo. <laughs> he wanted to talk turkey with Hulk Hogan. Talk to turkey with well, Ted. Billionaire Ted promised me movies, brother. Billionaire Ted promised me millions of dollars. And billionaire Ted promised me world caliber matches. Gene's trying to get him to hold off throwing shit. Ted goes, Eric Bischoff, and the whole WCW goes, I'm bored, brother. Another ad. Jesus. It's damn ads. They make their money for sure, don't they? Yes, they do. That's why these two guys here, the so-called outsiders, these are the men I want as my friends. They're the new blood of professional wrestling, brother. And not only are we going to take So I want you to think about that. When he played uh, Thunderlips, he was, what, 31? <laughs> when he was Thunderlips and Rocky Three. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Unreal. I'm not even 31. That's crazy. You know what that means? I could be a professional wrestler. I still got it. I still have time. Or you can be in Rocky 7. Creed. Creed, Creed 7. This is a good promo, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. charities i did everything for the kids in the reception i got when i came out here you fans can stick it mother. <laughs> oh good because if it wasn't for hulk hogan you people wouldn't be here if it wasn't for hulk hogan eric bischoff would be still selling meat from the truck in Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> and if it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, I like how they throw Bischoff in there. That you see out here, wrestling wouldn't be here. I was selling out the world, brother, while they were bumming gas to put in their car to get to high school. So the way it is now, brother, with Hulk Hogan and the new world. Doing this, doing the crotch chop, old Scott All. There you go. There it is. <laughs> when the new world organization was wow. What do you say? Don't touch me. I have a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love Gene. All right. We have seen the end of Hulkamania. And Hulk Hogan, you can go straight to hell. For Dusty Rhodes, Gene Okerlund. I don't know. I'm Tony Schiavone. Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I'm Tony Schiavone. Yeah, Hulk no. Hogan, you can go to hell. It was so good. So, Parrot, were you able to catch any of that? I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm able to watch it. It's just it was in picture frames. Hmm. 
Well, so you understand. Give me a Peacock account. Yeah, obviously you know who Hulk Hogan is. I do. So that was the at the time. You know, we were all kids. You know, we you were you were two weeks from being born, and me and Dub were Dub was about to be ten, and I was uh, I was still nine. He was going to be ten a month later, and uh, I was going to be ten five months later. And Barry, you said you were five at the time. I uh, would have been or, five in about a month. Mm. Yeah, you were going to turn five. So we were all kids, and now you know. I remember watching this like. What, what is going on? And then you see it, and obviously it turns more. Because I was, at the time, at this time, I was watching more WCW than I was WWF. Because, you know, I was a Shawn Michaels guy. Obviously, he went away. And then when Stone Cold blew up, went back into watching more WWF at the time. But here, this just got so big with the NWO and Hulk Hogan making a heel turn, which nobody ever thought would happen. It's kind of like what would have happened if Cena went back and had a heel turn after, you know, he was the the top guy for so long. And he never did. Still should have. And it's kind of what they did with Roman. Roman was their top guy, but nobody was buying Roman as a baby face. And now people like him more as a heel. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Hogan. After people see this happen, then, you know, the NWO was cool. And then NWO had more fans than WCW did. Yep. And then, so... NWO, would you agree, gave birth to, like, DX? Um, I would say just factions in general, probably, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough one. Because I guess there were factions before that. But, I mean, I'm sure it helped. I don't, I don't think so. Just because even at that point, the Attitude Era still, I mean, DX was like, you know, Attitude Era. That's, that's was, that was DX. Uh, with, uh, with the original guys, like the, the Forbidden Door, you know, so to speak, could you have seen something like that playing out? You know, Shawn Michaels and, and those guys were all part of the clique. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, you know, those guys going against each other, if they would have done the whole like forbidden door thing now, which we know obviously didn't happen and things happened later, but it was already blown way out of proportion in the early two thousands when WWF bought WCW or Vince bought WCW. But who, if, if you could have had like DX go up against the original NWO, who would you have had there? Triple H, Shawn Michaels, who would have been your third guy from DX? X-Pac? I mean, he wasn't there in the original. No, I, I would have had Rude if he could fight. Yeah, on his Lloyd's of London, I put you. You could have Rude in there, though. That would have been a badass group if Rude, the wrestler, was in there, not manager. So Rick Rude, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, go up against Hogan, Hall, and Nash. Yeah. Hmm. That would have that would have sold some. That would have sold. That would have put butts in seats. That would have been a while. That's for sure. Let's see what happens. So the uh, the <laughs> I'll say it after the show. <laughs> My dad has just been sending stuff to me. But um, yeah, the uh, would you say where does this rank in most important you know event to happen in wrestling? Where would you rank it? I'd say one. Yeah. Dub, what you think? Top two at least. 
I would say two would be the curtain call. Because yeah. if there's a curtain call, there could be no Austin. This is true. Because wasn't Triple H slated to win that? Mm-hmm. Triple H would have won King of the Ring. So, I mean, just for the way things shape and move, I would say that would be it. Even though technically um, all yeah, that happened first, right? But it was our, they were already leaving. So, yeah. it's more on the side of the Triple H, not um, National Hall. So, I would say that then probably the curtain call. I mean, because anymore, there's nothing else important anymore. There's, I mean, it's not like it was, right? No more, not much kayfabe left. So the early parts of 96, so basically, you know, the curtain call, you had that, you had King of the Ring, the Austin's moment, you had this. Obviously, we, we won't know how big Austin's moment was until years later. But, uh, yeah, just 96, would you say 96 was the most important year in wrestling history? Probably that in 84 or 5, whichever was first WrestleMania. 85, I think. Unbelievable. Yep. Those would probably be your top two years that were of importance. I would have to agree. Go ahead, Dub. Uh, I would have to agree as well. Yep. So, Parrot, this uh, we wanted you to see since I know you were never really a wrestling guy, and this is uh, two weeks older than you. The had to have you see one of the most important events in wrestling history because Hulk Hogan was huge in the late seventies, all the eighties, the nineties, and then this just this just re re-energized Hogan's career. You know, I mean, he was obviously went to WCW 94. He was okay. He was a main event guy, but he was kind of falling by the wayside. This happens, comes in, and then he just shoots right back to the top. Never really fell off the top, but it shot him even higher than he was. Yeah, no, I'm uh, after after we get off of this, I'm going to set the Xbox up and actually watch that and see it because I could barely see any. It looked pretty interesting. Yeah, it's wild. You just get like check into the, you know, the, the backstory of it, you'll see like Hall and Nash come out of nowhere. And, and the whole kind of premise behind it, Jake, is um, people, you know, believed wrestling wasn't like staged. And, you know, it's actors. A lot of people didn't, you know, you buy into it, especially kids, all of us, you know, we think it's legitimate and everything. And these people all hate each other. And Hall and Nash, who were Razor Ramon and Diesel and WWF, had let, but we don't have, you know, the internet and things like we do today. It wasn't, that wasn't around, you know, back then it was just starting. And so we didn't have like this news and, and these breaking news. I remember Raja.com was something big for me, you know, later in the, you remember that bear, that's mm-hmm. where we get some of our news. Now you can get it anywhere. But yeah. at the time, at the time parrot, the, uh, the Hall and Nash were WWF. They were big guys in WWF. So when these guys come over to WCW, they think that WWF is coming there to attack and take over WCW. And the irony behind that is four or five years later, WWF does buy WCW. But that's a whole And just think about that. 96, the hottest they ever were. And within four years, they were trash. That's insane. Unbelievable. Yeah. For what, what? He, he bought it in 01, right, Vince? So is there 
is there a point in WWE where they go out of business? No. Nope. They're too big now. They they make more money now than they ever have. And that's primarily because of TV deals. That's all it is. This deal they got with Peacock, this deal they've got with Saudi Arabia, the deal they got with Fox, they made Jake, their revenue for the first quarter, so January 1 through March 31st, was $344 million was their revenue. That's fucking insane. Yeah. So they have more revenue now. Their operating income was $90 million. So they're doing this with a couple TV shows, pay-per-views. They're not – they're selling, you know, events. Like we went to the one at Huntington Center, on Monday Night Raw at Huntington Center. That wasn't a thing years ago. Like, they would never come to the Huntington Center for Monday Night Raw. They're going to these arenas that have 18,000 people. Huntington has, what, eight, 9,000 bear when we have yep. wrestling there? So they're doing Raw with less people, but they're making more money because of these TV deals. Saudi pays them an insane amount of money to go there twice a year. It's insane. So, yeah, I don't see WWF ever going out of business, and they're publicly traded. Well, yeah, they'll never run business. Yeah, you know, your AEW, their 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 owner is a billionaire. He's got six, seven billion dollars. WWE is publicly traded on the stock market. Their stock price parrot, just to tell you, is sixty-three dollars a share at this point. Jesus. Yeah, five years ago they were at twenty dollars a share. They shot all the way up to ninety dollars a share, a little over ninety dollars a share. Ninety-six dollars was their high point. $96 a share. They dipped down to 34 uh, in the pandemic, and now they're back up to $63 a share. Ooh. Just kind of so tells you. Yeah, they're in, in March. Yeah, they had $333 million in revenue, 66% net income, profit margin 19% in the first quarter. Unbelievable. It's insane. Yeah. Just look into him as a business. Like Vince is not dumb. He, he makes dumbass decisions personally, but as a businessman, I mean, he like bear will tell you and bear alluded to earlier. WrestleMania started that in the eighties. He, he took territorial wrestling because there were territories in the past and made it worldwide and global. You know, he went nationwide and then he went global. So what, did, didn't he just step down though? Yeah, so he stepped down as CEO. So Stephanie's now the CEO. Um, he stepped down because of the stuff going on and the investigation he has going on with uh, something with a former employee, which doesn't surprise any of us being wrestling fans. Uh, his daughter, Stephanie, took over as CEO and chairwoman. And, uh, but he's still head of creative. So he's still at everything. And he's on TV more now. That's what blows me away. He just shows up on TV more. He just doesn't care. We can do. And I guess that's what you can do. You're a billionaire. Uh, you do on the company. And he's the biggest shareholder still, isn't he? I'm sure he is. Yeah. He can give away any stock. No. He, he sold, um, he sold what some of his, cause there's class A stock, class B stock, but he sold a lot of that, um, to what he sold a ton of it to, to get XFL going again, didn't he? I thought I remembered you guys saying stuff about that. 
Yeah, I think so. So I'm looking at this, the um, so total value. So somebody owns Lincel Train Limited, owns 25% of WWE. They own 10 million, 10.7 million shares, which is worth $720 million. Yeah, so Lincel Train, whatever that is, Lincel Train Limited, is is that Vince? <laughs> you know, it makes you wonder. It's the third man. It's the third man. So yeah, they own twenty five percent of WWE. So just wild shit. So anyway, uh, yeah, that was Bash at the Beach ninety six. We'll have some more stuff in the future that we go over. So that was episode 402. Thanks to Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, All Work Clothing, Connell Barrett, DanaTransformation.com, and Sparty Steve. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Go to hell, Hogan. Goddamn. Right on.